Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, obviously, the big story today is the decision yesterday by the government, or could you call it a decision exactly? I don't know. The Irish Sun says shambolic and unfair. Fears of Delta and the variant spreading and the public health emergency team with its different modelling to explain what could happen and the very high numbers of the Delta variant and unfortunately the high numbers of death, etc., etc., with the race between vaccine, vaccination and the variant uh, and uh, another um, view, uh, particularly within the hospitality industry, is that the government have killed the pub. Uh, well, we have been listening to your views on that throughout the morning and here's a few more. It's not what anyone wanted, uh, the publicans, the restaurateurs, and even just, you know, us, the general public, the people that go to the restaurants and to the pubs. But I don't agree with everything that Nesbitt have said or done in, in the past, you know, 18 months. But I suppose they are the, the experts in this. And, you know, I, while it is disappointing, I, I do think there's a part of me that kind of agrees, not agrees with what they're doing, but is willing to accept what they're doing. We look back at what happened at Christmas. We were kind of allowed, you know, to, to go to restaurants, go to pubs, go to the shops, and it was the wrong thing to do. And it was all pulled away from us again. You know, the rug was pulled from under our feet in on Christmas Eve, and we were locked down for the best part of four months. So I, I suppose I look at where we are now. We've come through a long winter, a long spring, uh, and we have, we, we have an element of freedom now. You know, the shops are open, the restaurants are open outside, pubs are open outside. Do we accept what we have now? you know, for the greater good. I don't think we could do another lock. I'm living here now in Adair, and to be honest with you, like, I think the ideas people have come up with with outdoor dining is actually very, very nice. And um, if we get the weather, like, why would we want to be dining indoors, basically? Um, It's crazy, the government saying, like, you know, if you're not fully vaccinated or partially vaccinated, you can't sit down and have a meal. And yet, you know, the youngsters are able to serve us. I'm absolutely flabbergasted by the whole thing. Listeners, Caroline and James there. And Joan is on 461995 right now. Good morning, Joan. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. How are you? So what do you make of all of this? Um, my main concern would be the children with the confirmations and communions from the point of view that They've gone through enough from the whole thing as it is. But it's mental health down the line and trying to explain to children, if adults don't understand it, how can children understand this constantly being put back, put back, put back, and yet they can see the people can go to hotels, you can have 800 people in or 8,000 people, sorry, in Croke Park again, maybe this weekend. And from that point of view, I have no problem with that. It's People from Galway, if they're going to this match, will probably stay overnight, which means there will be more than 50 people indoors in a hotel eating and drinking. And yet you have to explain to a child that you can't make your first confirmation or your first Holy Communion or your confirmation because you can't go inside the doors of a Catholic church to do so. So it's just all very confusing and I'm concerned about the message that it's sending out to the young people today. And the other point, of course, is that they are increasing the numbers that can attend weddings in a church from next week. 
Exactly. So you can get married, you can get baptised, you can go to a hotel. Um, we recently finished a staycation. We were only back since Monday. While we were in hotels, we could eat out every night. It was fine. When we were in bed and breakfast, we were stuck that we were li- literally living on takeaways whether we liked it or not. Yeah. So it's just all so confusing and so up in the air that... Yeah, I, I, interesting enough, I'm glad you mentioned baptisms because um, a screenshot was sent to us of the RT 9 o'clock news last night by another listener on the reopening delay and um, it's from the RT uh, bulletin and it says uh, baptisms, communions and confirmation services are also postponed. Now, baptisms, I think, had been allowed for much of it, so the idea that baptisms are going to be included now, so that means pretty much every sacrament except the Mass itself and weddings. Exactly. We're living in what's meant to be a Catholic country. And yes, the things that are most important to Catholics, the sacraments, are the ones we are depriving our children of. So what kind of a message is that sending out? Do you think there is institutional hostility to Catholicism? Well, it's looking that way at the moment because everything seems to be against it. I mean, they're using the fact that the parties afterwards are the cause of it and the numbers that will be at it. But those parties will still go ahead if people have taken time off of work and they've got all the stuff in and they're organised. They'll still go ahead and celebrate it. So what kind of a message are we sending out to the youth of today? Mm. Uh, yeah, it was interesting John, I had the Bishop on, the Bishop of Limerick on Monday, and we were back and forth on this and the fact that the Public Health Midwest um, organisation had advised him and he passed on the advice that confirmations and communions specifically should be uh, deferred until September in the Limerick area. And he said, look, I'm passing it on and I'm leaving it to each individual parish or school uh, to make their own decision. But he did say that if the government directed it, then that would change the story. And that looks like exactly what's happened now. So they, even up to Monday afternoon or yesterday afternoon, Tuesday, there, there were uh, an expectation um, in Limerick that there would be communions and confirmations. I think some of them were slated for this weekend and now they're going to be pulled. Exactly. Well, I have a niece myself that was supposed to make con- confirmation on Monday. Um, I have a grandniece who's supposed to do communion next week. And they've just had the plug pulled out from underneath them completely. You see, people will look at the UK scenario and and talk about the reopening there. And I suppose there is a philosophical difference between the two countries in in the sense that it is clear that the UK have made a decision to live with the virus at the moment. They, They are moving towards normality on the basis, though, that they accept that there will be ongoing cases, but also an acceptable level of deaths from a public health point of view. It appears as though we're not quite there yet because the reality is that as we go through July and August and September, even with the current scenario, even if you don't bring in the um, reopening expected next week, we will have increases in cases. We will have increased hospitalizations. We will have increased deaths. Do we all have to accept that? I think that's down to each individual of what you want to accept and what you don't want to accept. But the problem is our government have to make decisions on that basis, Joan, is the point. I agree with you and therefore the decision should, it should reflect everybody. It shouldn't be allowed that you can go to a hotel but you can't go into a church. There should be more clarity. So bring everything back to a middle rather than allow one thing and not the other. Well, you see, it's a very hard 
it's a very hard call to make because the city is completely different from the county. Numbers in one area are different to numbers in other areas, whether it be for sport or communions, confirmations or whatever. It's very hard to make one rule to suit everybody when everybody's circumstances are not the same. See, I know that there'll be listeners now who are throwing their eyes up to heaven when I say this. But is there any prospect that sitting around the cabinet table, people's consciences are bothering them because of what happened in December and the huge wave of COVID and deaths that happened as a result in January. And they're now really worried about any kind of reopening that goes away from the public health emergency team advice. Okay, but on the other side of that coin, they will allow you to go and have a meal if you're vaccinated and allow someone who isn't vaccinated to serve you, as you said earlier on. So how is that fair? Where is conscience involved in that? Yeah, where where I, I mean, I suppose I've tried over the last 24 hours to understand this a bit better and I've tried to put myself, you know, not that I'd ever be anywhere near this scenario, but I've tried to put myself in the position of having to actually make the decision rather than just discuss it or analyse it or chat about it the way you and I are. And I've tried to think in my own head, if I'd seen that modelling, would I have been prepared to say, well, I'm not a scientist, but I think we've got to take the whole into account rather than just the advice. And we're not going to go down that road. We are going to reopen on, on Monday. And would I have been brave enough, I suppose, to do that? Well, I don't think I would have been brave enough to do it. And I don't think any one person, because there is always two sides to the coin and you're never going to please everybody all of the time. So you have to make a decision, but it just ha- you have to try and make the fairest decision possible. And it's not fair to try to explain to a child, you can't make your communion or your confirmation. But you know what? Let's go off to a hotel. Let's sit indoors. Let's have a nice meal. Enjoy a break away. But no, you can't have your first communion or confirmation. You can't have... In the, the case of confirmations, it's a major milestone for children, having spent the last eight to nine years with the same people in their class. It's the last time they have an outing together. It marks the end of an era. Yes. And that is playing on their mental health, that they, they're being... They're having so much taken away from them and it does affect them in the long run. Yeah, yeah. All right, Joan, well, listen, thanks very much for a very thoughtful contribution from you this morning. We do appreciate your time. That is uh, Joan. Limerick Today with Joan Ash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.